When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. If I wanted to leave, I would, like, just kick your butts and leave. I am mean, I ain't going to do that. Hi, Brendan. Hey, Dan. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween! <laughs> <laughs> We've got some ghosts and ghouls. And goblins. And goblins. <laughs> uh, we have a live studio audience for this spooky Come Through Queen this week. Brendan, what's your costume? Um, today I'm dressed in the audience can't see, but I, in homage to that kid in the White House, I'm a minion. Full costume. <laughs> I've got the full blow up costume on right now. Yeah. What are you? I'm a toy soldier again in honor of your Christmas in July birthday. You know, I almost wore that to my office, like my Santa suit to my office because I didn't have a costume before I got the minion costume that I'm currently wearing full body. Sure. The microphone's inside the costume with me. <laughs> but it was too hot. I just like I was like, eh. Oh. Who wants to see Santa? It's Christmas in October. Yeah, not the same. Um there's some big stuff going on this week. Like what? Well, I guess we should honor the day first. Yeah, so let's get into some... Um, we'll play a quick game of Care Don't Care with um, our favorite members of daytime television. And it's a big tradition. Like, daytime TV dresses up like we've dressed up today for our podcast. <laughs> and um, we'll go through some of our favorite and least favorite um, daytime shows. And we'll play Care Don't Care. So, first, The View, obviously our favorite... Um, they did a whole, um, theme off of Stephen King. Mm -hmm. So they called it the viewing, like the shining, if you've heard of it. Well, I like the major, major motion picture that started the episode. 
Oh, they did. They did do a like three minute video that will go on to win some Emmys, Oscars, and Tonys. I heard they're going to perform it on the Broadway stage. Yeah, and I think they'll sweep. Yeah, um, that was like the highlight for me. The actual costumes themselves, I feel like, were not as exciting as the movie. And for the view, like the episode ends up. The Halloween episode ends up being like not as good because. We go to view, the view for the hot topics. We go for Megan McCain yelling at Cory Booker. We go for mm. all of that. And on Halloween, they take a break from that. Yeah. But let's get into the costume. So Whoopi was the cat who, I guess, dies from, the, from Pet Cemetery. It was big uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber cat's energy. Jellicle, big Judy Dench energy coming yeah. up. Um, I care. I've never seen Pet Cemetery. Have you? No. I mean, Stephen King isn't really my thing. So I okay, really national much. treasure, but go off. Sure. Um, Abby was Carrie from Carrie. I I saw like one of the remake. I think there was a remake in two thousand something. Like it was like five years ago, probably. No, 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 no. It was two. Like there was another remake. I think I saw the one in the middle. Uh, okay. Yeah. Who was in the most recent one? Like Chloe Grace Moretz? No. I don't. Who knows? Anna Sophia Robb. Sure. Bring back Carrie Diaries. Um, I care, I guess. Abby did a majority of the act. Her and Sonny did the majority of the acting yeah. in the, um, the skit. Love the heavy, heavy lifting. Yes. Although Joy really went into character. Joy in the skit was Misery from Misery. Yeah. Making a misery of Anthony Scaramucci. I kind of wish she was in that costume. Uh, I, liked, I liked her and Megan together as the twins from The Shining. Sure. Because with Joy, the, since Trump has been elected, they like to like make it... like. Do a costume that has nothing to do with him, but make it about him, which yeah, they yeah. did about this. Sure. So it was like the twins from The Shining, like guests who come on the show will hate either one of these, depending on if they're a Democrat or a Republican. They had little ribbons in their head with like a donkey on it. Mm-hmm. And then Sonny is Pennywise. Sonnywise. I mean, this was the best one. Yeah. For sure. Um, go on Instagram, use hashtag Sonnywise to talk about Sonny Hostin as Pennywise. That's what she's been doing. Oh, there's an official hashtag yeah, for Yeah, she's okay. been using it. Yeah. Um, so The View never disappoints. My favorite show on television. Wow. Um, let's move on to GMA, a show I don't watch because so, I've been a Today Show person my entire life. GMA, I feel like when they have to do this, it feels a little out of place. Like Robin Roberts, George Stephanopoulos should not have to be doing this kind of thing. Right. I was lo- I was like walking by the TVs in my office today and CNN was on and I was thinking how funny it would be if like CNN anchors had to dress up to like talk about like... Trump in Ukraine. Oh my god, let's get uh, Rachel Maddow in a costume. Yeah, she's on MSNBC, but go off. I know, but just like any cable news. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, it's only funny if CNN anchors do it. I was kidding. Um, so let's talk about G-Mate. Lara Spencer, who I can't believe she's still on that show. We have some fans in the audience. Of Lara Spencer? Yeah, a fan. I just saw him try to clap. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> very bad. Um... So. So, like, she and Sam Champion both came up in the ABC7 local New York news channel. Mm -hmm. And then, like, am I right in saying that Sam was demoted? He's back on the local ABC7. So, after GMA, he went to the Weather Channel. And I think he was like, oh, "Oh, I'm going to live my best life. But I noticed that, too, recently. Because they do, like, after the view airs, it's like, ABC7 with... Da 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 da, and Sam Champion. So he thought he was gonna like hit it big on the Weather Channel. I guess. I uh, dummy. 
like GMA and today are as well, high as it goes. Both him and this is a little bit of broadcast journalism history. Both him and Josh Elliott were they were this. It was them, Lara, Robin, and George, and that was like the dream team for GMA, yeah. like in 2012, 2013. And then both Sam and Josh got too big for their britches and left the show. But like, where's Josh Elliott in this world? I, I don't even know who that person. One is. time, okay. Story time. If you if you do TikTok, you know about story time. Um, one time, I was walking in Hell's Kitchen, and it was right after the Ann Curry stuff happened. It was right. It was the day, the day that we found out that Savannah Guthrie was going to be the new host of the Today Show, and I saw Savannah Guthrie and Josh Elliott competitors walking together in Hell's Kitchen, hand in hand. And I asked for a photo, and they wouldn't. They refused to take one together. Okay. So maybe they're contractually not allowed to. Right. Exactly. I thought it was drama at the time. I feel like I could have told my story back then, but wow. we're hearing it now. So Larry Spencer was Liza Minnelli. Uh, love Liza. Love Judy. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Judy yet? No, because it doesn't play at Alamo. Just like get <laughs> over it. You fucking stomp. Go to like an AMC. <sighs> yeah, it's a few blocks further. It's a beautiful film. Me and another audience member saw it recently. For a, a second time? Oh, no. I actually kind of want to see it for a second time. It's uh, worth it. Okay. Is it still playing? I don't know. Probably somewhere. Mm-hmm. Everyone's talking about Parasite. Mm-hmm. I want to see oh, it. Oh, yeah. We almost Wait, saw, saw that. you saw it? Oh, okay. We considered seeing mm-hmm. it. Okay. Let's, let's r- circle back to that. Okay. Is that playing at Alamo? Yes. And they actually have a special menu, which is like, I get even more excited for the special menu showings. Yeah, they had one when we went to go see Hustlers. Yeah, but did yeah. we? Did you order off of it? I ordered like the Hustler like special drunk shake. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um. So Liza Minnelli, Robin Roberts was Donna Summer. Love Don, Donna Summer. Good for Robin Roberts for don't care get doing something. Sarah Haynes and somebody named Amy Robach, who I don't know, were Sunny and Cher, and I think Sarah don't, was Cher. Don't care. I only care because Sarah's a. Good woman. Okay. And so I love her sisterhood with Kiki wasn't Palmer. My, my reasoning of Robin Roberts being a good woman was not enough, but Sarah <laughs> being a good woman. No, sorry. Okay. Um, and then Michael Strahan was the Bee Gees. Don't care. Or was like a Bee Gees. With two other Gs. With two other like men. Bee Gees, yeah. Who might be on the show, but I don't recognize them. Let's go over to the Today Show. Because the Today Show, I feel like, used to be legendary. Now it's like a horror show. Now it's like nothing. Ooh. Hoda was dressed up as Saturday Night Fever. John Travolta's character. Like, don't care. Love no. Hoda. Don't care. Um, Al Roker and Craig Melvin were Carlton and the Fresh Prince, which I feel like people do every year. Sure. Um, Savannah Guthrie and Carson Daly were Grease. Like, everything's so dated. And then Jenna Bush Hager and Willie Geist, Dirty Dancing. We care because of Willie. No, we don't. Um... And then Kelly and Ryan were like a lot of things, twenty-five things, but including like Baby Shark, which okay. I feel like that's a year, like two, a year or two late. Yeah, and then Lil Nas X, which like they were Lil Nas X, and then like in their, what way? And then like that Gelman guy, you know the Gelman guy who's always there. He was Woody He's still from there. Toy Story. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ellen was Cardi E. Pass enough. <laughs> enough. Why does she keep doing women of color with breastplates? She also, like, always makes... <laughs> but she, like, makes up a character. It's, like, always, like, not the oh, yeah, actual person. Oh, she's not person. them. She's... Like, Carter their sister. E. Yeah, their cousin or something. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the talk, because there's some good ones in the talk. Surprisingly, it's, like, funny when one of these, like, low-rent talk shows 
come out and surprise us. Yeah, though the talk did beat The View for so many years until recently. Yeah. Did the real ladies do anything this week? I don't know. I didn't um, look it up. They weren't on the... I only looked at one source for this. It was <laughs> E.T. Canada's slideshow. <laughs> Thank you, E.T. Canada. Thank you for E.T. Canada. Um, so Carrie Ann, who's one of the newest additions, was J.Lo. That's great. She did a great job, but Lisa Rinna's J.Lo was better. Oh, yeah, but it was different J.Lo's. Yeah. Okay. Marie Osmond. We have a Marie stand in the back. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. As Gwen Stefani, two proud Christian women. Yeah. Great. <laughs> um, Alex Hurst has made it uh, the picture of her, his profile picture. That's so sad. So go go follow him at Alex S. Hurst. <laughs> um, Sharon Osborne with Stevie Nicks. Don't care. Care the I least, yeah. don't think the Osbournes are good people. Mm, I wow. just want to put that out there. Sure. Um, so I don't care. Eve was RuPaul. So did you watch the performance? Well, Derek Barry was there. And yeah. Two other people. Uh, a few drag queens. Well, it, she performed um, Supermodel, but it was kind of like um, maybe like three different scenes, like RuPaul of like the 90s, mm-hmm. something in between, like Drag Race RuPaul. It was it was a performance of a lifetime. But then you have to remember, like, oh, Eve is a performer. Like, right. She should be doing something good. And the weirdest thing about this is that she's now a talk show host on a panel show. Yeah. And then Cheryl was Barry White. Great. Great. <laughs> so that's great. Um, next year, hopefully, is better. Today's show needs to get their shit together. I think this was one of the View's best years. Yeah. Especially for the, the cinema. For the cinema, yes. Um, let's go over to talk about other talk show drama. Teresa, who knew in 2019 we were going to get Teresa Judice versus Caroline Manzo in this economy? Yeah. So as we talked about last week, the big Joe and Teresa sit down was on Sunday night yeah. in prime time. I mean, I, I guess Watch What Happens Live is... No, it's not usually at 11, but it was at 8 p.m. 8 p.m. And then I had to rush home yeah. from a comedy show. It was a it was a comedy troupe. It was an improv troupe that, or a sketch troupe that does sketch comedy specifically about like Jewish issues. Do they take sketch comedy very seriously? Yeah, it was actually a really good show. Go to the pit. That was a Ariana Maddox reference, but I think you. Oh passed, yeah, passed sorry, up on that. flew over my head. Wow. Um, so watch what happens live with Joe calling in from Italy in a beautiful orange jacket. Well, I have to say, when they announced this, like in my brain, I think we talked about this last week. I pictured him like, and with like a shitty connection mm-hmm. via Skype, right? And it's going to be like crackly and staticky, like when Kim G used to call into Watch What Happens Live via Skype. Yeah, that was like a very specific time in our lives, mm-hmm. but a beautiful we've, time. But we've moved past that. I yeah. Think. So yeah, the connection was great. Great connection. He was sitting just in a cha- plopped in a chair in front of a, like a stone wall. Uh, I feel like a lot of Twitter was talking about like he kept looking off to the side, but he was wearing an earpiece, so I think he was like looking in the direction of the earpiece because that's where he was like right. hearing them from. There wasn't as big of a delay as I was expecting. Yeah, very real. They time. really had their shit together. Watch happens live. Professionals. Bra- bravo, 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 bravo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a few things. So first, Joe walked us through like how he got from ICE custody to Italy. Yeah. Well, he said. Well, he says shut down ICE. Right. Who knew? 
Right, but I know this well, was su- such mixed because he. Can, we could jump ahead for a moment. Like it's strange how like as the conversation progressed, both him and <clears throat> Teresa are, seem to still be vocal Trump supporters, mm-hmm. despite their own situation. This is the this is why Trump is like such an enigma because his supporters are people who are hurt by his actual policies <laughs> like regardless but they have twisted it in their brains because of his rhetoric and what he said that they think it's everyone else's fault but Trump mm. and that he's just trying to be a good man and he just wants to put a candy bar on a minion's head and <laughs> Let it drop the make America great again. Yeah. Sure. That's literally like the the amount of um somersaults people do in their brains mm, yeah. to like still be on team him is wild yeah that's why we're gonna... well luckily Teresa doesn't know if she can vote I know <laughs> which Dan no. uncovered that she actually can based on New Jersey law yeah we had talked about this a, I think a little while back and at the time she was still on probation but when she was released in 2015 which to me sounds crazy like doesn't it feel like she was released two minutes ago yeah, yeah, that that's true. But I, we did we did start talking about Jersey like the summer that we started this podcast. I remember, yeah, twenty sixteen. Uh, so as soon as if in New Jersey, I believe as soon as your probation or parole is up, you can get your voting rights back. That's good. That's a very good thing. Yeah, I mean, Florida just lifted their ban on yeah former felons. Yeah. And now Latrice Royale can vote. But we're hoping that Teresa stays home. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Everyone should vote regardless. <laughs> wow. um, the thing that struck me most of this interview is that, like, these two people do not like each other. Yeah. It was weird because it seemed like Teresa was still, like, was just finally ready to drop the pretenses on television for the first time. Yeah. To me, it just feels like Teresa for the first time woke up. Like, I think her mother, the situation with her mother really changed her viewpoint on Joe in general. Mm. And she blames him for her missing 11 months that ended up being like 11 months happened at the very end of her mother's life. Cause her mother died unexpectedly during yeah. surgery. It was during surgery, right? I don't know about that. I think it was during... It, I think it was during surgery. I think it was just... I don't I think it was like a quick decline. Okay. A quick health decline. Mm. Yeah. So, she hates Joe because of that, and this is just them going through, like, the motions of, like, being like, yeah, it's over, basically. Mm-hmm. And she'll go to... She'll go to Italy, but not without a camera. Yeah, well, they gotta get paid. Right, but as Caroline said in the podcast that we'll discuss oh, later... okay. There are things that maybe you shouldn't do on camera. Mm, okay. Regardless if you need to be paid. Sure. And I remember all those life and style covers that Teresa did for like years and years and years. Yeah. Including those like prison photos. Beautiful photos. Beautiful photo shoot, actually. Um, Should have been on Vogue. Do you have any other thoughts about this particular interview before we get to Caroline's clap back? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they... I mean, they both think the other were not faithful while the other was in jail. Which I think they're both right. Yeah. But even, I think, even Teresa was saying, like, Joe was photographed with girls 
even before either of them were in jail. I think I remember that. Yeah. Um, no one talked about Monica Chacon. Sad. Which she's the one who they, I think they both were blaming for going to the feds at some point. Like during a twin season, maybe? Right. I think it was real, which I famously, that's my loss. That's Mm -hmm. like my eyes closed for a season. (laughs) Um, But I think it's someone else that Joe, I think it's Joe's business partner. Oh, yeah. That's a possibility. He he seemed to allude to that when when Teresa blamed it on Caroline. Yeah. So then Andy brings up Caroline, predicting how this is all going to go down, shows the clip, and Teresa goes on a rant how... What does Caroline know? Like, well, Caroline leave, leaves lives a crooked lifestyle. Yeah, she said it's just so sad. I guess like she lives like that crooked life. Like, <laughs> I've never led that crooked life. I guess she has, and who she comes from, and where she came from, right back at her. How could she predict that? Could she have anything to do with what happened to Joe and I? Is she a rat? Is she a rat? <laughs> with her saying that. Those words would never come out of my mouth regarding anybody. Maybe she called the feds. Those words would never have come out of my mouth. It's so hard to read anything that comes out of Teresa's mouth. It's like literature. Um, So then, okay, so Caroline Manzo, she decides to respond for the first time in what she claims is five and a half years, which I bet if we fact check that, Mm. she's spoken out since. Sure. Um, But she decides to do it on a little podcast called Dear Albie. Dear Albie. Which is her son Albert's podcast. And I guess Chris is on it sometimes as well. Yeah. But um, Chris sat this one out, I think. Where people write into Albie Manzo and he gives them advice. Great. I I was actually <laughs> I, they did the job. Like I was curious to hear a regular episode. Did you go back and listen I to the episode? I didn't do that. <laughs> My podcast play is a little full but like maybe I will maybe maybe like dip a toe. drop a gaming podcast for one morning uh, for go, one morning. Yeah. <laughs> so Caroline talked a lot, and it was a lot of just it was a lot of like Carolineisms. Yeah. Um. So we'll go into it. So she said, "I left five years ago. Within those five years, my name has come up numerous times in positive ways and negative ways as well. I won't. I don't respond to any of it." Because that was then, and this is now. That's not true. You responded. I live a very quiet life, as my Instagram will show, and it shows. Um, And I'm a normal person, a normal housewife. I don't live by what people think of me. However, there comes a point in everyone's life when enough is enough. I'm at the point with her because I have heard over the years that she has slandered me numerous times on her live shows, numerous times to people that just go up to her on the street and press on reunions. (laughs) This is the first time. This is not the first time she's made those claims. Those are very big words. So once in a while, you just got to take the bully, pull him up by the shirt, pull him up to your face and say, this is the reality. This is life. I'm going to clear things up for you. And that's what I'm doing. So she goes on to say how um, Caroline's, I mean, oh my God, Teresa's a narcissist narcissistic personality um and she has no moral compass she doesn't she really doesn't she has said things to people that are completely fabricated um and then she went into the claims about the crooked life and she talks about how albert manzo has been busting his ass for the past 60 40 years working 16 hour days six days a week at almost 60 years old and they just paid off their mortgage 
Albie's not 60? I think the 16-hour days got to him, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, we we met him at 50? Yeah. Yeah. And he was a mature man back then. Sure. He had a lot of gravitas. Yeah. And then for the... (laughs) Gravitas. As for the rat label, she said, did I miss a Godfather script somewhere who speaks like that? Which is funny, because I feel like at the beginning of Real Housewives of New Jersey, (laughs) she was the one who people were like, she speaks like a mafia boss. I want to just throw in the clip that she used to advertise the podcast on her Instagram page right here for anyone who missed it. Cameras go away and life goes back to normal. Right. You will become a real housewife in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And then what do you have? When you swing, you come out swinging for the right reasons, at the right people, mm-hmm. not the wrong people, yeah. not the people that were there for you. I was always there for you. Mm-hmm. And when I hit back, I hit back. Wow, so powerful. Wow, that was beautiful. <laughs> um, we do have a Caroline Manzo super fan in the studio audience. Someone who has listened to the podcast of Dear Albie 20 times at least, probably. Yeah. James, do you have anything as a Caroline super fan to add to this? Come take the mic. Yeah, you have to walk. Yeah. Fans, my community. Um, You'll know James from the episode that I wasn't on like two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) I know. No, I think, I mean, Brendan, you said it. It's like, it wasn't anything new. It's like the same shit we've been hearing from Caroline since Mm. day one, especially Mm -hmm. about Teresa. And like, if you watched the first five seasons of the show, it was like the exact same arc that Caroline had with Teresa. Mm. But But it's refreshing to hear. So that's what it was. It was so fucking refreshing to hear like Caroline pop off on the mic like Don Caroline yeah <laughs> like lose her mind like it's like when you go to Facebook memories and you like you love that post from like 2014 yes mm. it was a breath of fresh air yeah and like yeah I don't believe that she's been like sitting at home being a grandma like eating mozzarella like <laughs> and like not thinking about housewives like that's bullshit mozzarella but she does a great job of like I think that's what kind of makes her great right it's like mm. she Flies above the drama. Flies above the drama, but Candy also burst. dips in exactly when she needs to. Yeah, which is what this moment is. When know? she left at the end of the podcast, she like left the door open. She's like, "I would love to have a sit down with Teresa with no, no cameras. cameras, no cameras." Yeah, Bravo Con, put your camera phones down. Oh, wow, right. let's get them on stage together. On right. stage, yeah. <laughs> Good woman. Good woman. Uh, I just love her because she could string a sentence together, something yes. many of the New Jersey housewives have yet to achieve. Only her yes. and um, Jackie. Jackie know how to do sentences. Yeah, full sentences. <laughs> full sentences. She's so well-spoken, and she gets her point across. Like, I, my big thing is, I wonder if her and Dolores are still friends. Because Dolores something we've wondered, appeared yeah. a lot on Manzoed with Ham, or whatever that show is called. <laughs> Ham game. But I haven't heard them like link up recently. She's a soldier. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Anyway. Beautiful Great. podcast, best 42 thank, minutes of my life. Thank you, Jimbo. Bye. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you may go back to your seat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's go on to Megan King Edmonds. I feel like this story has been like rocking like the Bravo world. Yeah. And the Visco girls. And the Visco <laughs> girls. The Visco girls are all Team Megan. <laughs> um, okay. So. 
After days of mounting speculation, okay, this is kind of like picking up. So yeah, the, the story weekly. that I pulled it was yeah. was like kind of a reflection oh, back. It's not like walking us through every sure. story. So Jim Edmonds, we're giving him a voice for some reason, <laughs> has publicly addressed his relationship drama with wife Megan King Edmonds. He reportedly filed for a divorce last week. Issued a statement on Wednesday acknowledging their strained marriage as well as indirectly addressing the rumor that he had an affair with their former nanny, Carly Wilson. Oh, like Carney Wilson? Yeah, like just a letter away. (laughs) Um, Both Edmonds and Wilson have denied having a sexual relationship. Edmonds began by calling the last five days emotionally exhausting and sleepless, resulting from a combination of anger and embarrassment, trying to understand sadness to simply flat. Uh, he said in a statement, the last couple of years have been rough on my wife and me for many reasons. Marriage is difficult, but add three small children under three, two adolescent children, two adult children, building a house and two busy, hardworking spouses. Can I say just one thing? Yeah, you could say it. There is such a thing as too many children. Mm-hmm. And I think Jim Edmonds did that. Well, the problem is he has all these children and Megan wanted some children. And she was a child herself. <laughs> children, babies having babies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so they have 16-month-old mo- 16 16 twin sons, Hart and Hayes, daughter Aspen, who turns three next month. Um, Edmund also has children from two previous marriages. In a statement, Edmonds went on to seemingly reference a widely circulated photo of him and Wilson attending a hockey game together. It saddens me tremendously that my wife is hurt. After having a few days to digest the situation, I realized that something occurred in a split second, spiraled out of control with no way to stop it. We were both separately surprised to find out the media had received details of our private situation without our knowledge. Um, They both have a large load, is what he says. Yeah. do you but think that I, this signals that they might, like, get back together? Well, this definitely, like, was a different tone, because he was being weird and nasty on his, like, Instagram stories. Yeah. And his, one of his other daughters was, like, Haley, speaking the one, out against... the one who was on the show. I think, actually, two of them. Sorry, I think, I think the one that was on the show regrets, like, being so nice to Megan on the show, or something like that. And then another one, who I don't think was on the show, also spoke out. Uh, I don't know if both daughters did. I do know that the ex-wife that's still alive spoke out and was nasty about Megan as well. Uh, We don't have any quotes from this, but Megan wrote on her blog, which I thought was interesting. Her blog, as we've said on this show, is a beautiful place. It's a beautiful place. Like, I I will promo the ghost post that she did (laughs) years ago now. How seasonally appropriate. It's so seasonally appropriate. So, um... Before midnight, which y'all won't get this before midnight, but um, turn back your clocks and go read it. I mean, you're gonna have to turn them back this weekend anyway. Yeah, truly. Might as well start early. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. So that was interesting. The, the the Facebook community came to a consensus that posting on her blog is actually the best business choice for her because mm-hmm. it gets eyes on the blog in order to build that lifestyle guru brand. Ad revenue. Ad revenue. Something some of us have yet to achieve. Something some of us have yet to achieve. Swipe um, up for a 20% off at Stickies. Yeah, and free Sunny Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Anything else you want to add on the Megan King Edmonds of it all? No, I just like I seeing her on the show last not not last week, two weeks, two ago, weeks ago. Yeah, I liked seeing her again. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like refreshing compared to like. She was young, but she wasn't young in the way that Gina is young and very immature. Yeah, yeah Megan King is Megan King is wise beyond her years. Yeah, and the best detective in the game. Wait, I mean, her and Duty. Yeah, uh, we should point out that Vicky did predict this on the show. Yeah, she did. I don't want to give her any credit, but Vicky did predict. Yeah, well, you just gave her some credit. I know. <laughs> but she's no Caroline Manzo, you know? I mean, all these, like, matriarchs. I'm not going to these... listen to Love Michael. Or what? No, Dear Michael. Love. <laughs> In my brain, I was thinking, for some reason, like, Love, Love Simon. Simon. <laughs> wow. Um, the creator, the guy who did Love Simon is doing the movie for Red, White, and Royal Blue, which I read, and Dan is reading now, yeah, and I'm Jamie's reading. Three quarters of the way through. Uh, it starts a little slow, but now I'm like at the juicy part. So. Yeah, it's good. It's not YA. It's the step above YA. It's like for it's like for twenty somethings. Says the thirty somethings who are reading it. Mm, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But Alex wants to run away with both protagonists from the book, and he hasn't even read the book yet. He Alex just and Henry. He, he wants to run away with Alex, the Prince Alex of England and, and the first son of the United States. <laughs> yeah, who. Might be the son of Connie Britton if the writer gets her way yeah, for the movie. That's who she's campaigning for. I mean, the movie's like in the works. Yeah. This definitely feels like a Netflix movie, though. It's probably not going to be like a major motion picture. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but that's the Come Through Queen book club for today. Let's wow. move on to our next news item, which is Luandel Seps claims she and her co-stars took, look forward to getting the spotlight now that scene-stealer Bethany Frankel has left the show. She said, I think the whole cast is relieved in a way. Um, it also leaves breathing room for other women to shine and show their personalities because a lot was Bethany coming in and stealing the show. She said this to Jenny McCarthy, who favorite is an anti-vaxxer and the worst co-host to ever be on The View. Um, she also said she's in a relationship now referring to Bethany, and I don't think she wants to bring it around the show even though Paul Burnin the man that Bethany's dating hasn't met a camera he doesn't like he lives for the applause yeah he's verified on Instagram now mm-hmm. um she said hell of a way to leave a show that's been so good to her let me tell you when oh, you're she, doing a good Lou right now <laughs> when she tanked in her talk show she came back with her tail between her legs to housewives God, if I had a dime for every skinny girl party I had to promote, and then she can't even promote my cabaret show and be happy about it? Wow. So, we'll see. Um, we're looking forward to Leah McSweeney coming to Roni. We're looking forward to Elise. Elise, yes. Who I just saw her post her um, Halloween costume on Instagram. We're looking forward to still watching Realtor Ann's Instagram story, even if she's not on the show. She, I think she'll have a scene at the beginning of the season and that's it. Fingers crossed. I think it's going to be a scene like closing the Barbara mm, of it all. Sure. Because um, Bar- <laughs> Barbara gave a story to people like this week saying that their friendship is like over totally after yeah. 14 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll miss you and we'll miss Barbara K updates, unfortunately. Um, yeah. But okay, so this weekend's our Atlanta women are finally back. Yeah, we're, ki- we're s- Sunday kicks off the week of four Housewives franchises. I'm next week. really excited because I've been kind of looking forward to OC these days. I haven't been looking forward to Dallas. 
But the, the past two weeks have been better than earlier in the season, I've thought. Yeah, but I'm really looking forward to Atlanta with Kenya back, and I'm really looking forward to New Jersey. Yeah. So Atlanta released their taglines, which Jersey did like a week or two ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll go through them and say, care, don't care. Sure. We're doing another game of care, don't care in yeah. this new segment. So first up, Eva. I'm living my dreams, not above my means. I care. Do you get the reference? I feel like you didn't get it. No. So I, at the tail end of last year's storyline was like, Eva keeps moving around. Like she's, she's renting this house and now she's going to go rent another house. Right. And what, like, does she not have money or something? Right. Yeah. For me, I get that now that you say it, but there's just like not enough words in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, doesn't more, it need like a, a paragraph, huh? Doesn't it need like a but or something? I'm living my dreams, not above my means. It should say I'm living my dreams, but not above my means. A but might like smooth it out. Yeah, but smooth but. Buts always smooth <laughs> things out. Um, Kenya Moore, she's back. I was gone with the wind, but now I'm back and twice as fabulous. Amazing. I love a reference. A queen not afraid to reference. Yeah. Perfect. We care. Portia Williams. This phoenix is risen, and I'm saying, bye, Ashes. Quite possibly one of the best taglines of all time. It's up there. Definitely. And it's perfectly appropriate with Kenya coming back. Well, for me, it's referencing one of my favorite lines from her, which she did not burn into the ground like many other housewives. Like, she didn't Durinda, put it in a mug. Like if Dorinda said bye Ashy five years ago, she'd be saying it once a week. Yeah. Clip. Today. Clip. <laughs> yeah. Like we haven't heard Portia say bye Ashy in years. Right. Because she's a comedy queen and mm. she's always coming up with new, um, new material. Yeah. Yeah. Nene leaks. Okay. I'm on a spiritual journey and still traveling first class. Don't care. What spiritual journey is Nene Leakes on? I don't know. I know she does fly first class to come up to hang out with Wendy Williams because yeah. they're like best friends now. Well, Wendy says Nene's always jetting around first class, much like one honey mustard girl yeah. in the studio audience. It flies exclusively <laughs> first class. It's <laughs> yeah, I'm like lucky to like fly Delta and be in main <laughs> cabin, and she's turning up her nose on that. You'd be happy to be just like strapped onto the plane. Yeah, <laughs> put me in cargo <laughs> with the dogs that die. Oh, I did use her drink voucher on my flight from San Francisco. Oh, well, I would like a drink she voucher. She is a generous queen. A ge- wow. Um, but if you're Stassi Schroeder, you don't want to be sitting next to her. Mm-mm. As we all know, straight yeah. from Stassi's mouth. Um, <laughs> Cynthia Bailey, the only time I look back is to see how far I've come. Uh, why are we not chilling? This, I know. <laughs> it should like, have been chilling here and <laughs> just chilling here in Atlanta. <laughs> Um, and then Candy said, don't check for me unless you got to check for me. Perfect. Well, That's I great. Care. I love that. Yeah. Doesn't need more words. Yeah. Perfect. So should we talk about our shows? Let's talk about, um, so this week we only have OC in Dallas. Next week we will be back <laughs> in the gauntlet with Atlanta, OC, Dallas, and Jersey. Yeah, but we'll keep it brisk. Keep it moving. And then, like, as we hurtle towards November and December... Vanderpump Rules is... Vanderpump Rules is going to be popping back. Are any others going to be coming? No. Beverly Hills will be be in the new year. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, what did you think about OCD? 
It was fun. It was a time. Yeah. I love costumes. Love costumes. I love when people have to wear costumes in bright, bright sun. I love when people who are invited to a party aren't told to wear costumes. Yes. And look almost worse by looking like a normal person. Exactly. Because they're like, they tried to like do like a hat situation. Yeah. So it like already makes them look a little weird, but they're not full out. Yeah. Love it. Uh, very little Kelly this week, unfortunately. Un- truly unfortunately. Which is weird because they paired very little Kelly with Kelly Dodd on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah, yeah. With Brandy Glanville. But like, Kelly Dodd could be on Watch What Happens Live once a week. And I know. I wouldn't get enough. And Kristen Takeman in the audience. It was good to see her, I will good say. Good to see. Good to lay eyes on her. Bring her back in. Mm. They still sell Pop of Color okay. nail polish at LaGuardia Airport. That doesn't mean like she's... <laughs> Ready for the prime time. She deserves. So. She deserves. Is she still with that bad man? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. He's kind of hot in retrospect. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. <laughs> You're coming around to him? Yeah. Okay. They're going costume shopping. We learned Tamara's friend saw Gina and Matt hooking up at the bar. Gina's really messy. I love it. We Gina? saw someone in the Come Through Queen group, a.k.a. my sister's friend, saw... Gina hooking up in a bar. Yeah. So this isn't like, um, to me, this didn't feel like a producer telling Bethany Tom was hooking up with someone. It sounds like they were just at like a dirty OC bar. Yeah. Probably that one that um, Tamara and Simon went to after riding motorcycles where Um, Tamara showed the tattoo tattoo ring. I always think about that. Mm, You want to go there. Yeah. And get a tattoo With Simon. Simon Barney. Good he's father. Looking, he's looking good to you, too. Good father. All these bad men are really... <laughs> Simon Simon Barney, good father. Wow. Keeps, oh, yeah. his, keeps his children off of television. Okay. That's the bar. The bar okay. is the floor, but better than what Tamara's sure. doing. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, I heard a Visco girl go... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... So we just, like, peek in with Bronwyn, cooking for her family of 20, and, like, everyone's allergic to something, but, like, she seems to also share each and every allergy as well. Yeah. Sounds like this household. Yeah, but, like, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again, she is, like, one of those people that says they're allergic when they are obviously not allergic. She's not allergic to these seven things that she's telling the waiter later. Yeah. I don't think I'm allergic to really anything. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you ate that thing at Joanne Trattoria and ran into, and the, ran bathroom, into the bathroom? The, the best yeah. acting I've ever seen yeah. in my lifetime. Me, me and Bronwyn both just <laughs> making shit up. Okay. Uh... Not anything really going on in the scene, just to like set it up for later. Gina takes her daughter to the occupational therapist because she's like not her motor skills are off or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know, whatever. But yeah, it seems this seems like a setup to like start painting Gina a certain way about her mothering. Well, I mean, she gets the call later, which we need context for. Uh, Okay, so Tamara calls Kelly while she's getting ready. Like, still trying to convince her to come, even though it's the day of, and Kelly's going to L.A. or something, or driving back, or to or from. Uh, And this is where Kelly says, I'm not going to go to a party celebrating Vicky. Like, the only party for Vicky I'm going to go to is her funeral. Which becomes the bit, like, the big drama. Oh, my God. It's a turn of a phrase. But it's like... 
But like it gets spun later into Kelly wants me to die. It's it like, gets acted into that. It's like that's not what she said. I have so much to say about okay. that last scene. Gosh. Okay. Uh, so the Tamara gets the makeup artist to paint Vicky and like the Marie Antoinette Queen of Hearts look, which is funny but also mean, and also shows what kind of friend Tamara is. But I like. I'm not convinced that Vicky couldn't tell what was going on while it's happening. Well, they're all acting. Like yeah. the trailers enough. The Trace Amigas are like just like they're like doing their best improv comedy. They should be over at the pit on twenty fourth mm. Street in New York City. Sure. Like just doing this act instead of on well, that's TV. What they, they want I think they gave an interview how they want to do like a live show, the three of them. Good. Sell out a room of like five people. Um But the other women can like carry the show fine. So Gina shows up and her mad had her costume to a normal tea party. This is what I mean, like, by women in full costume sitting in the bright, hot sun. Mm. She was in that awful wig and just, like, alone. She was alone in her house. Yeah, but luckily, Emily and Bronwyn show up. Just in her. Uh, and this is where Emily... No, not Emily. Bronwyn says... Well, they get offered... Wine or champagne? She says, I'm allergic to wine and champagne. I don't know what she ended up getting, though. A vodka? Or maybe just like a... Tequila? A, uh, bubbly water. No, she... Oh, she was probably Bronwyn drinking. drinks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that's like the plot point this yeah. later half of the season. Yeah. Okay, so the umbrellas come with, with a grand entrance. Which is so... Oh, it was so annoying. Uh, yeah. So, Gina admits to sleeping with Matt. So, she just stepped it up from the bar. And, like, think about, like, last week, how he broke and entered into her house and was standing above her in bed. Scary. Scary. He's a scary man. Uh, so, we, like, we bring up the fact that Kelly called that icon Kathy who was running the OC Fashion Week. Oh my god, anti-bullying show. advocate, anti-bullying icon Kathy, yes. queen. Anti-bullying icon, how Kelly was calling her ugly and then we got the flashback of like Shannon freaking out at Kelly calling someone ugly, was it yeah. Shannon? It's probably Shannon. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I think we got a I think we got a this isn't my plate moment. That oh, flashback from yeah. the quiet woman. Mm-hmm. Uh so that turns into Bronwyn defending her, but then they start talking about her fight with Dr. Brian, which I think Tamara brought up. Yeah. I think there's too many bri- doctors this mm. season. There's Dr. Brian, Dr. Deb. Then there's a doctor that, like, Gina was dating at some Hottie, point. Dr. Hottie. Dr. Hottie. Too many doctors. Yeah. Go home. So what? this is what I, like, while we were watching, I couldn't wrap my head around, is that they're talking about... Kelly, and then Tamara and uh, and Shannon storm off because they don't want to talk about Kelly behind her back. And they go to the bathroom. Even though seconds ago, Tamara's the one who brought up the fight. Like I said, they're acting. They're and, making different choices. They're and, yes-anding. And, but Bronwyn is defending Kelly. Right. But they're acting like they're talking shit about her. I couldn't, like, wrap wrap my head around it. I don't think there's a lot to wrap Mm. your head around. I think they just, like, are pulling at straws to, like, do anything. Like, there are women who showed up to this 
brunch in a carriage yeah. in the middle of like a Wednesday in these costumes. So they call Kelly to tell people to tell Kelly that people are talking about her mm-hmm. and that she needs to come right now. <clears throat> and Kelly's like, oh, no, I'm not coming. She's in LA. Yeah. And then Tamara says to Shannon, the funeral thing. Right. Back to the Kelly thing. I think the Shannon and Tamara's strategy this season is just to like bring people unexpectedly to places. Yeah. You need to defend yourself. Which they did with Vicky. I think most of the times that Vicky's shown up to things, it was like not, she wasn't on the call sheet. Mm. Because we knew that she was a friend of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they were trying to do it to Kelly. Like, get her in here. Sure. Just to, like, make a splash and, like, create things and, like, prove that they're somehow um, necessary to the show. Yeah. So, everyone comes back to the table. They're about to sing happy birthday or do a toast or do something. And Gina gets a call about her <clears throat> daughter, like, getting, getting treatment or getting into some yeah. program or something. And then she sits back down, and then it turns into the Gina versus Bronwyn, which I thought was <clears throat> so funny. Yeah, the Betsy DeVos <laughs> jumped out in Bronwyn <laughs> when she asks um, Gina if her kids go to public school. Except her defense was like she was advocating public school. Right. Yeah, but her defense, she didn't really have an offense. Because like then people were like, your kids go to charter school and you have to audition for that. Yeah. Which, like, Betsy DeVos loves a charter school. Mm, mm, mm. I, like, can't, I, like, can't even wrap my head around what all that means. <clears throat> charter schools are, like... Oh, my God, I'm going to botch this, so I probably See? Should've. You can't wrap your head around it either. It's, like, really confusing. <clears throat> but they're, like... It's, like, public-ish, but then, like, privately Yeah, but they're funded. set up by, like, rich people, and there's, like, certain... You have to, like, jump over certain hoops to get into them, so they're not accessible, really... To most people, but only the privileged, I would say. Mm. Please, if you're an education advocate, if you're a teacher, if you know anything about this, please call in. Yeah. Or sound off on the Facebook community. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Can't wait to learn. Yeah. Knowledge is power. I should text you know who about it. I don't know who. You know. I'll fill you in later. Offline. Okay. Uh, So then we have a cake fight. It was just like them rubbing cake in Vicky's face. And then I did like that she just had like green streaks running down her face for the rest of the thing. Beautiful, beautiful woman. So Bronwyn calls Kelly again to tell her that everyone's talking about her. And she's like in the room with Jolie having like the full on conversation. Jolie. About everything. Good woman. (laughs) Good daughter. Yeah. Um, and then Tamara, again, in her, like, fourth acting bit of the episode, accidentally <laughs> tells Vicky, Kelly said, the only party she wants to go to for Vicky is her funeral. She was like, I was actually surprised at the end she didn't say, and I oop, and it wasn't a TikTok. <laughs> because it was, like, so performed, like, that she, like, let this knowledge out. I, like, the expression on her face, like, she was, like... Fake, shocked, but, like, smiling ear to ear. She, I, mm. Tamrat. Back in the day, I used to like Tamra Barney. I think when she was still a Barney. And then. When she became Tamrat's judge. Something's changed where she's like. Something has changed within her. Yeah. 
Something is not the same. Oh my god. Your voice <laughs> your voice is beautiful. Thank you. Dan will EGOT. I will. And the Tony will come first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should we move on to Dallas? Sure. Dallas. I was a little upset because we were kind of led to believe like we are getting married. <laughs> For like the whole episode, you mean? Yeah. I they I think they really did Leanne dirty. I think that Leanne thought she was getting a big, big, big to do on this season of Dallas with like the wedding itself. Well, she she is Jane in two episodes. I know, but they like split it up in a way that's not favorable to her. Mm-hmm. Like it was it, like a sad cliffhanger. It was a sad one. It's not like a beautiful. Oh my god, we're all celebrating and like living for yeah, her. Yeah, but like Leanne's playing the game. She knows. Yeah, she's it's, playing the game too much. Speaking of acting, uh, yeah, she's the actress of our generation. Yeah, and now that she's been on Watch Happens Live like three, two or three times since. Inviting me, I will talk shit. Oh. Just kidding. She was nice when I met her. Okay. But like, <laughs> she's also going to be actively racist in upcoming oh, episodes. Yeah. So. A scorpion like a chirp and like a... Yeah, a scorpion like a chirp and like a scorpion like a chirp. Uh, <laughs> Leanne goes to her last fitting with Cam, Steph, Fee. Is that older lady, that the Dallas Grandom? Yeah. Heidi. But like... She always looks different. She's a chameleon. But, like, she doesn't get a speaking role anymore. No. It used to be, like, in the old days, it was, like, all about her and impressing yeah. her. Now she's just kind of there. She was kind of there at the one, the lingerie bachelorette yeah. party, and she's just kind of there here. Hmm. I don't, I don't, I, like, if if you've had a speaking role, you should, like, not lose that. I think, like... When Mama D and mm. um, what's the other one, Jimmy? Came, Jimmy came about, we didn't need a, a grand chosen family grand dame. Sure, 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 sure. It's all about the blood with these hats. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Cameron brings up how beautiful and how much fun they had at the couple's shower. Yeah, which was like held st- in the garage. In or front of stuff. Like yeah. That was the whole point. Yeah. And stuff's like, she's so annoying. Steph is the best person on the show. Steph might actually be the, and we've said this, she's actually the most likable person in the Bravo cinematic universe. Yeah, probably. Like, she and Robin if you Dixon. know her, to know her is to love her. <laughs> yeah. Truly. So, like, people who disagree probably don't watch Dallas. Well, then how do they even have an opinion? Because they mm. might say, oh, no, it's um, Josh Flagg. <laughs> Josh Flag, <laughs> come on. Okay, uh, so while we have the dress fitting, Brandy, Deandra, and Carrie are at lunch together. Oh yeah, and they're like joking. Like, did any of you invite like anyone who's a surprise? Right? Yeah. I have to say, Deandra's fashions. I don't know, like, what she's thinking. It's like. Not the level of a housewives. And she's the one with, like, supposedly the most money. Well, no, she's, like, doesn't have money. She only yeah. gets $60,000 from Hard Night Good Morning. <laughs> no, that's... She gets 60000 No, she gets 60000 from just doing nothing, from just waking up. That must be nice. And, like, just, like, breathing. She, I bet you that's difficult for her. Mm-hmm. It she, just like, takes too much thinking. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so only Carrie will go to the wedding of this little group. 
Uh, Carrie, the new Carrie, I just can't land on anything with her. See, I think the stuff with her and the other women isn't that interesting. Like, the stuff with her daughter was wild. The stuff that's like, we're teeing up with the husband. Yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of. It just, I don't know. I just don't like those scenes, because they're not like, it's not like she's being like a great mother or wife or whatever yeah. so it's not like i'm like hmm. can't latch on sure 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 so we're at the like mackenzie brittingham bridal studio interestingly enough not providing leanne Lockins bridal gown i know i like almost at the beginning of that scene i thought for some reason like is carrie going to like this bridal place to like get gossip about Leanne's wedding dress provider and is that going to be a storyline about like mm. something that would have been know. something but it wasn't no it's just her daughter who doesn't like her just making her prom making dress making her prom dress and she wants to go to design camp camp in sewing camp London sewing camp are you going to go sew the whole time <laughs> no was not. it in London or was it in Paris somewhere in Europe um but it's it's expensive, and she doesn't want to ask her mom for it because Eduardo shot down her brother's expensive dreams of right. doing something. I never went to camp. Oh no, I went to. I never went to sleepaway camp. Mm. I went to Worcester Academy sports camp oh, yeah. for several years, and then all of the boys in my family had to go, and then. The girls didn't, and then they got to go, like, ride bikes and eat ice cream while we were at the sports camp wearing uniforms, where some kid told me that he once stayed at the White House and Bill Clinton carried him to bed, <laughs> which was another weird story. Anyways, so then, my, me and my cousins, Adam and Michael, had to, like, lobby the parents to be like, can we not go to this camp that we don't like? So, sports camp. All sports? So, Okay. Here's what happened. It's it was most it was all sports. How mostly. many? How long is it? Two weeks. Okay. So then, like that, the last week there was like this. You had to participate in some sort of competition tournament for a certain sport or choose, something. Choose your strength. Want to know what I chose? Ch- cheering them on. Checkers. Ah, <gasps> I <laughs> love a checker. Love a chess, and I should be recognized as a sport. Right, so I was here doing checkers. My cousin Matthew <laughs> was like checkers. was like winning at wrestling. Uh, My other cousin um, Adam was like winning the camp thing for basketball, and my other cousin Michael was like winning the camp thing for football. And I was losing at checkers. I mean, <laughs> all to all shade, you couldn't even do chess and be checkers. I don't think they had chess. Like check. Chess is, like, on ESPN or something. I'm, I don't think, like, Checkers is... <laughs> like, Connect Four? <laughs> it was my truth. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's my childhood. If, but, like, did you... Is there, like, a, a camp you would have rather gone to? I would have... Like, when I was a kid, I loved watching Bug Juice. And but I would have... Like, it's not like you could go watch TV and camp... Bug Juice was a show about camp. Oh, okay. 
Um, so I liked watching Bug Juice. It was about a sleepaway camp, like a traditional sleepaway camp, like in the woods. I would have liked to do that. Stay in a bunk with people, sneak out to the dock, like do that thing with like the blob where you jump on it and people get thrown off. Um, have like the like the dance with the camp across the lake with the girls. With the girls. No, I didn't, I would want to be in like co-ed because like. Uh-huh. I don't like hanging out with boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, sewing camp. Wow. In sewing Paris. Camp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Brooklyn zooming, zooming about on her scooter. Mm-hmm. Where is her scooter in the street? Queen. <laughs> Brandy's got a dog in one hand, Bruin in the other hand, Brinkley orbiting her. What do you think of children being named Brooklyn? And, like, will they inevitably move to Brooklyn? It's their birthright. Right. <laughs> like, is Brooklyn Redmond going to be zooming around these city streets? Cannot wait to see her in ten years. Ten years. Isn't she, like, four? No, she's, like, twelve. <laughs> <laughs> she's four. I, like, can't tell <laughs> Yeah, she's a, a, a really precocious four-year-old. <laughs> Uh, I do, you know what was really sad was when Brandy was crying about it all and Brinkley was watching her mom cry. Mm-hmm. I thought that was moving to me. Yeah. Do you think Brooklyn loves her mother? I mean, like, she's a tween, like, a lot of tweens, like, don't want anything to do with any of their parents. Oh, I always wanted something to do with my mother. Hello? It's Mary Lou. <laughs> Mary Lou wasn't my mother. <laughs> Hello. Um, does Brooklyn Brooklyn, lo- lo- Brooklyn loves her? Brooklyn loves her. Yeah, it's just they're going through a rough time. I right still now. think it's a weird name. <laughs> is that the cause of all the problems? Yeah. Is that her name is Brooklyn? She's not a Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn's like. Here, like you go to Brooklyn. Here. Fair. Yeah, I know. That's where we we are currently in Brooklyn. Yeah, she's like a like redheaded kid in she Texas. Should be called Dallas Redman? No, Austin. Okay. Um. So from there we go record an episode of Weekly Dose of BS, and it's much like this. Much like this. We talk a bunch of, about a bunch of BS. We talk about spill spotters. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like prank calls? No, but watching Brandy do it was pretty funny. But, like, watching her do it was funny. I can't imagine listening to it and being as amused. Because seeing, like, the expression on her face was kind of part of the humor for me. Right. TikTok has made me more into prank culture. (laughs) Something I used to be very against. Yes. So. But when it's, like. A hot 20-year-old doing it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, do you think... Can we edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> so, we go from pranking to the after... To yanking. To, to yanking. No, not to yanking. <laughs> to after recording a dose of BS, they have their heart-to-heart. Oh, yeah, the mother of Bruin, Bruin is having another baby. And that she wants to 
already wants to put it up for adoption. So it's the question of whether or not Brandy will adopt the baby because it, I guess, in the adoption world, it happens a lot where the people who adopted the first child will then adopt the siblings and get preference. Yeah. But given that scene that we just had with her and Brooklyn Brooklyn. and Brinkley and Bruin and Doggy Mm -hmm. and Bun Bun in the grave... Sometimes it's just, sometimes your plate is full, and you yeah. should take care of yourself. Her plate might be full. Her plate might be full. Okay. Oh my god. Quick tease though. Speaking of plates being full, one of the preview parts for next week's episode was there not being food at the wedding. Oh which yeah. Which I thought is so embarrassing. I heard though, the wedding planner man. Wedding planner man tweeted about how like there was a ton of food but some certain drunk people wanted to make Leanne feel bad <gasps> so they played it up like there wasn't oh snap oh snap okay so Leanne had like a few scenes like one with Rich and then like leading up to the wedding how she doesn't want to talk to the mom until the actual ceremony and reception right which is I think that's weird yeah it's pretty weird uh, dinner with the Simmonses. I loved this dinner. I loved it. I loved every little bit of it. I loved watching what everyone was ordering. I loved, like, Rich gets a Knob Creek in water, which is like a whiskey and water, which oh. I guess is a drink. Okay, sure. But I wouldn't, that doesn't seem refreshing to me. Yeah. Uh, we meet Mama D's younger brother, 15 years younger than her. Mm-hmm. Somehow he looks older, though. Because right. Mama D is so youthful. Right. I mean, Hard Night, Good Morning did her well. Green, Green Juice. Miracle. Green Miracle. Is a miracle. Used, we, I'm going to call back this week and see if I can order some of the can. A tub? A tub. What are you going to do with it? I Eat it. Okay. If what I could they? look like Mama D. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. So, and then we have like two friends. Yeah. Along for the ride. And they're talking about the business and basically Mama D is like, like... You, like I, have to start from the ground floor. Mama D's having the time of her life. And Deandra's like, well, the point wasn't for me to start from the ground floor. I like was supposed to have this fully-fledged business. Maybe she was not coming at 4.30. I know. Um, (laughs) How many days a week do you think Deandra goes into the the office? Well, I think in an interview outside of the show, she discussed the fact that, like, she's also doing this job... Because it's a job she could do while filming the Dallas Housewives. Right. Like, you can't really have a 9 to 5 Monday to Friday job when you're a housewife. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I don't think she's going in and anywhere because it's out of her Did home it move now. officially? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, so, anything else from the dinner that really... No. So we're going, we go to Cameron's house to prep for the wedding with her and Carrie, and then the other two are elsewhere. Well, Carrie Duber and Steph are prepping together, I think. Yeah. And this is what I wanted to talk about, Mm. because we have a five-hour gap between the ceremony and the reception, and I feel like a couple weeks ago on this very podcast, we we talked about how this is not the move. Yeah. You're asking, if you have that big of a gap between your ceremony and the reception, you're basically asking for people to go get wasted in the middle of it. 
Oh my god. <laughs> you don't have to have a drinking problem. <laughs> but like they were like, "Oh, let's go have a drink." But yeah. like a drink for 5 hours. Yeah. Go home and nap. Yeah, but then you have to take off all like your nice clothes. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. Although people usually turn two different looks at the ceremony and the reception when it's five hours apart. That's weird. It's, I'm telling you the truth. Yeah, so don't do it. Okay. <laughs> the, it's 2019. Nobody does that. Don't do it. If you're thinking about doing that and you're listening to this, <laughs> stop it. Oh my god, it. Brendan, that's what we're doing. No, you're not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, they're prepping. Who's prepping? Oh, we get the little, that weird chore book that court gave cameron of him doing chores mm-hmm. and that's her mommy porn that's it was so it was so scary weird him vacuuming he has like one of those like southern boys haircuts where there's like too much like feathery hair on top mm. needs to like yeah but he's bringing them sandwiches yeah something carries man has yet to achieve yeah. I don't like Carrie's man. Yeah. Well, we barely know him. And I can't wait to, like, see a little bit more. Yeah. Should we go to this, like, weird curtains church? There were curtains everywhere. Church of Hope. The Church of Hope. LGBTQ-friendly church if you're looking in the Dallas area. Yeah. Um, we've got Tiffany and Leanne nose-to-nose. Doing a, not quite a prayer, kind of like a, like, a chant. A chant. We did a prayer over our stickies. Yes. Thanking the Lord for those stickies. Um, And, like, the minutes are chipping away. Uh Uh-huh. Leanne's cousin doesn't know where the mom is. Right. She knows her mom is coming. Yeah. And I also, someone I also saw buzzing about was the woman who, when I met her backstage Watch Rappens Live with Leanne... (laughs) I told her she looked like Deborah Messing, and yeah. she did not like that. Yeah. Did she look like Deborah Messing tonight? No, because she cut her hair. Oh, because you, you poisoned the well. Yeah. So she'll <laughs> never have long hair again. Yeah. So. And I meant it as a compliment, yeah, by well, she the way. Yeah, take it as that. Uh, so we end the episode with, is mom going to come? Probably not. Ah. <gasps> No, she's like, in, like I feel like we know she's in town. I feel like I could get the answer because I know someone who's invited to the wedding. He didn't go though. Oh, okay. But his mom did. So that's it for Dallas. Yeah. So let's get to the freak of the week. The freak of the week, Brendan. It's Halloween. What is your least favorite freakish Halloween candy? So we're gonna do this. We're gonna have everyone. Come up and say theirs, right? Sure. Woohoo! Okay, so I would say mine is there's these new Skittles, and they're called the Zombie Packs, and it's like mostly good Skittles, but there's like ones peppered in between that look like real Skittles, but they taste like rotten eggs. Oh my god! They're trying to like bring the birdie bots into this bitch, and it's like read another book. Sure. As the kids say. So I would say those, and that's a new candy. It's not a classic. Okay. What about you? Um, I don't know what they're called. I could describe them for you. Okay. They have, like, different shapes, and they're really hard. Like, one's a banana. Like, right. runts. Runts. Runts? Don't spoil it. You oh, Jamie, know. that's okay. Come here. Mine is so banana why, runts. So why don't... So it's not only <laughs> banana. Introduce your Jamie Missy. No, it's banana. It's... 
Um, it's Jamie Missy. It's um, <laughs> Apple, right? There's Jamie like Missy shapes. Yeah, runs. they're so. They're bad. like cir- like it's the other ones are like a circle. Yeah, they're so gross. I will counter Sue and say the chewy runs are good, not the banana ones, but the other ones are good. The so, chewy oh, I love, like, ones. An orange runs. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Let's get um honey mustard the condiments of the show. Wow. Oh. Oh, is she gonna like mic drop? <laughs> Fiance to the show, Shut what's up. your least favorite? I hate Tootsie Rolls. Ban yeah. them all. They're disgusting trash. Yes. I feel like I feel like they're not that bad. No, I love a Tootsie Pop. Yeah. Tootsie Pop's great. good. If it's, if it's surrounded by a hard candy shell, then it's great. Do you remember that um, rumor when we were children that if you got a Tootsie Pop and the rapper had, um, had a star, the person shooting the star, uh-huh. you would. Get to get a free Tootsie Pop? Yeah. Did that work? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, we need we need a TikTok to show us. Tell me if this, if you guys ever experienced this rumor, like, in, in like, middle school, maybe even elementary school, like, one of Pop friends, Rocks and Coke? One of my, no. Oh. One of my friends says, oh, <laughs> this gum, this gum, you uh, can eat the gum with the wrapper. And the rapper rolled us off, and we all did it, and like it did. No. <laughs> it was like Trident. It was like a new special Trident. trident. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all just chewing the rapper with the gum. So did we get pranked. Do, do you have like Trident rappers lining your intestines yeah, I to guess this so. day? <laughs> okay, not only did we chew the gum and, but, with the rapper, but we swallowed it as well. Dan swallows. Oh, Jimbo to the show. <laughs> um. Candy corn, get the fuck out. Oh, no. Candy corn. Get out. Oh, that's what people on Twitter are saying. Like, candy corn is good. I'm sorry. The ones that are shaped like pumpkins, especially. Yeah. No, fuck that. It's disgusting. Also, three musketeers, get out. Oh, yeah, I'm not into that. I'm not into that. Fuck nougat. Like, you just have nougat inside of there? Add something else. Yeah. That's all. Honey? Baked beans. What the fuck is wrong with you? She was gonna do craft singles. <laughs> She's such an idiot. She's like laughing to herself for ten minutes about this. She's just like freaking Margot Tenenbaum. Nobody, yeah, she looks like Margot Tenenbaum. Talking about baked beans. Unintentional. <laughs> Get out of here. Nobody cracks themselves up like a honey mustard girl cracks themselves up. Honey mustard is the freak of the week. <laughs> congratulations. Oh but congratulations so to a, a true queen, a one true queen. Her dream came true this week. Jade Thurwall of Little Mix got to guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Yeah. Uh, we watched that episode just tonight live on World of Wonder. It's a great series. It'll make you believe in Drag Race again. Um, Jade Thurlwall and Little Mix, if y'all aren't listening to them yet and you've been listening to this podcast, like, get a life. I feel like, though, you have, like, softened on Little Mix. Are you well, I'm back, back around? I'm back. Well, they haven't had an album a year. A year. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> I guess that's it. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, but but yeah. I've been rooting for Jade Thurwall. She's famously been my favorite member of Little Mix forever. Mm. When those of you are standing, Jesse Nelson, who also deserves. Yeah. But Jade is better. But a fun fact, she on RuPaul's podcast confirmed what we all pretty much knew, that she and Leanne are close. Mm-hmm. And, like, the other two are close. But they're all friends, she said. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, you, she she's also con- contractually she's... obligated to say that. 
She also confirmed she's friends with Michelle Visage. Yeah. Weird. They're old pals. When do you think Michelle... I think Michelle Visage in five years will live in the UK for, like, permanently. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, she... I feel like she's building a career out there. She's on, like, Strictly Dancing. That's the Dancing with the Stars there, right? Yeah. And, like, she's really building her UK re- uh, residency. Resume. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think that's it. Wow. Happy Halloween. Happy, Happy All Halloween. Saints Day. Happy All Saints Day. It's Christmas season. Get on your feet. Woo! Just kidding. You don't get on your feet at the holidays until after Thanksgiving. Oh, I thought you were pre-Thanksgiving. No, I'm an after, strictly after Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. Not even, like, in the privacy of your own home? No, um, no. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, Thanksgiving recognized as a just as important holiday as Halloween and Christmas. Oh, oh no, I love Thanksgiving, like, the food. Um, we need more Thanksgiving decorations to be put in, out into this economy. Well, you just, like, don't carve a pumpkin. <laughs> you, like, leave the pumpkin hole. Get a cornucopia. Get right, a corn- but we need, like, some, like, string lights, mm. some... Maybe like a haunted turkey. Yeah. See, my scarecrow right there on the mantle is like multi-purpose. Wow. See, my skeleton right there on the side table is multi-purpose too. No. (laughs) I mean, like after today, it's kind of like purely medical, I would say. Yeah. But that's it for this week. Thank you to our studio audience for coming through, please. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. Leave a review there. We actually have gotten some very sweet thoughtful reviews lately yeah so go leave a mean one no <laughs> that's not the that's not the holiday spirit um follow dan on, at twitter at idk idk follow me at not brendan follow our podcast at come through queen go to the facebook group join the facebook group become friends with the community go hold to, hands go to come slash store get your holiday shopping done nice and early because i can't guarantee how long the shipping takes and we're gonna <laughs> add some new designs soon we're work we're working on new designs oh yeah new designs cool um you can call us at 71747freak or email at us at come through queen at gmail.com great and you can like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. See you next week. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.